just brushing my teeth, getting ready for bed, about 11.30, just kind of hanging out. Um, and I, I jump into my bed, I'm laying there, and then a thought jumps into my mind. Did I actually do this or no? I sat there and I thought for a bit. Like, you know what? Let me go check. You'll never guess what I found. One more. Okay. okay. All right. Awesome. What's up, everyone? Hello. Hello. Fellow Saints. Uh, if you're listening and you have one of our limited edition Tim and Lincoln Saint candles, go ahead and... Light one for your homies. And we are your homies. Light up with your prayer candles. There we go. There we go. Uh, That's getting yeah. harder to light. There it is. There it is. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of... Uh, my mother told me to tell you and Allison congratulations podcast. Aww. I'm your host Lincoln. And I was talking to my mom the other day and told her about the engagement and she said to tell you and Allison congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Mama Adair. I accept it. I appreciate it. I'm your host Timon and uh, we got some great content for you guys. Oh, this beer is sweet. Oh, this beer is sweet. Ooh. Do you want do you want to tell them what we're drinking on this uh, fine Friday morning? Yep. I, we are drinking a brew from the brewery. Uh, oh, oh, shit. Shit. oh, shoot, shoot, listeners. Uh, that was close. Wow. Okay. Uh, oh, man, what an exciting episode already, dude. So, uh, if you're watching the video, that'll yeah. be fun to watch on video. I think. Did you? you I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Clipped it and clipped it. So we'll we'll edit it in. We'll put it in. Man. So, ma'am, it's ma'am. I'm, so, I'm jazzed after that. That was wild. So we're uh, we're using our upstairs TV projector yep. to project some nice uh, mood colors on the wall behind us. If you remember last Friday's episode, in the middle of the episode, the light went out. Yeah, and so we also our light burned out. My light went out, and our light burned out. Right, right, yes, and so. Um, Sorry, I just wanted to clarify what happened last episode. So yes. This is why we're, we we came up with something new, and so we got some mood lighting, we got a new backdrop, we got the candles going. Hopefully, you can't see our blemishes, but you can see all the great things about us. Yeah, but yeah, um, the projector fell. It did. It and did fall. You, you remember yesterday's episode? You were talking about your roommate getting demon possessed. Yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good conversation. That was great. Yep. Um, so the projector fell. Yeah, projector fell, but everything's good. It Projector's didn't working fine. It didn't get broken. Uh, how do you turn the screen volume brightness up on your this? this the, so the, the you have your MacBook set up pretty funny. Okay. You want it down or up? Light as light as possible. So you have to hit function. There is a button to turn it up, but uh, uh-huh. you have to hit multiple buttons to make it work oh, on Timmons MacBook. On. Gotcha. Why don't you do yours as well for a little more turn the, face turn that brightness, brightness up? Okay. Yeah. I'm at I'm at max gotcha. bright. Let's That's go. That's helpful. Let's go. Uh, my face is wide enough to reflect it mostly. Um, so yeah, uh, we're drinking a beer. Mm-hmm. It's not that good. 
Uh, it's from Dewclaw Brewing Co. Where do you know where that's at? No idea. Uh, yeah, from Baltimore, Maryland. Yep. So um, it is. Uh, it's called the Patriarchy. It's a oatmeal cream pie imperial honey wheat ale, and it just tastes like uh, corn syrup and beer. Deliciousness. Down with the patriarchy. Uh, I spent so much money on this beer, and it's not that good. Didn't you learn from the one time you did that one episode with Jay Hinkle? It tastes like vape juice. Tastes like vape juice. Man, that's a throwback. Yeah. Remember when you bought that one beer with Jay Hinkle, and it wasn't that great from the Great Lakes Brewing Company? Yeah, I... uh, just gotta go with Coors Light, man. That's, yeah, that's the move. That's every the time. other beers I got. I, I told Tim and I got a, a big twelve pack of sixteen ounce cans of Coors Light for thirteen dollars, and okay. I got a four pack of these for fifteen. So they're yeah, gross. They're gross. That's okay. I'll drink it. It's, I don't think it's that bad, honestly. It would probably be better if we poured it in a glass. It would probably be better if we poured it in a boot. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Mm. That would be worse. I don't want to drink, dude. I'm loving how this video looks. If we just had a little bit more light to bounce off of, like, our we need faces. To take the sheet that we wore yesterday, last episode and put that behind us. We need a little bit of light in the back. We need we need our we need our light back. We uh, need all of you listeners to take your lighter and put it in the air. For us. <laughs> for us. Just like this. Just light it and you're listening to the Tim and the Lincoln Show and we are one. Nice. Yeah, that looks good. Yeah. Uh, That's awesome. Dude, I got so much to talk about. Okay. So you want to know what I found at 11.30 last night? Can you guess, Lincoln? You found our dog getting into the trash? Mm, that's a very good guess. Now, I was sitting there and I was thinking and I said, did I ever did I ever blow out that candle <laughs> that we lit on yesterday's episode? Oh, down here? Yeah. I blew it out. No, you did not. Yeah, I did. I came down at 11.30 and it was lit. So if you blew it out, then how did it get lit? Because I did not, I did not relight it. Oh, I think you blew it out two episodes ago. Gotcha. But yesterday's episode, you were so excited about selling your car, which let's go, praise the Lord. Sold, old. sold an old crappy car. I thought it was going to be hard, uh, but it was super easy. So, oops, should have done that six months ago. Nah, it's all good. It's it's we learn, we grow. This it's, is what it is. And so when I was editing up the the podcast, I remember you yelling, "Hey, Tim, can you move your truck?" Totally fine. I was like, oh, yeah, I got to move my truck. So I ran upstairs and moved it. Totally didn't even think about the, the candle. Sitting there at 1130 in bed, and I'm like, you know what? I bet it's still burning. Come down. It's been burning. So we did our episode at 6 o'clock. Yep. 545, 6 o'clock. Um, and it was close to 1130, maybe midnight. So six hours had passed. Yes. Look at where it's at now. It hasn't the exact at same all. place. Oh, it's not burned down at uh, all. We are. Uh, it's going to yeah. be a long time before this one specific listener gets their uh, Lincoln burnt out candle. But listen, we're doing it for we you. Could, we could accelerate this process. We could, but it wouldn't be real. We want. Nothing is real. Nothing, Nothing is real, Timon. Says Lincoln. Uh, everything's a product. Timon, can I tell you about an interesting product I saw on the internet this week? Oh, I love And I love have, this. and me. I've been meaning to talk about it on the podcast, but we haven't, we haven't, we just haven't gotten to. We haven't gotten to it. Speak uh, your truth, bro. Let's so say, as say it with your breast. <clears throat> Ow. Um, as a lot of our listeners may or may not know, I've been contemplating uh, the concept of buying myself a wristwatch. Oh. I did not I just, know that. 
Wow. We've talked about watches before. You yeah. are into watches. That is true. No, not really. I, I'm you, not in. You knew more about watches than I than I knew. I know 30 seconds worth of knowledge about watches. By 30 I've been, seconds, he means 30 minutes. You I've been, can, talk, you can I, talk to your watch game. You got, you got some No, I really talks. can't. So I've been wanting to get. It's got good watch stories. I've been wanting to get a watch for a long time. And I don't want to get just like a Walmart watch or like a department store watch. I want to get a watch. That's an automatic watch, so no batteries. Yeah, I have one of those. But also, like, not battery-powered. No, mine is, mine is solar-powered. It's a battery. I want one that's, like, an automatic, oh, mechanic. like, mechanical, like, gotcha. you have to wear it for it to keep spinning. It, gotcha. It functions off the movement of your, like, an automatic the watch. Yeah. Because yep. I think that's really cool that, okay. that you can put it, you can just wear it, and it just stays going. I think mm-hmm. that's a, uh, a feat of engineering. And so I've been looking for an automatic watch for quite some time. Uh, a used vintage Seiko 5, just a cheap sort of wrist. Anyways, so I get ads that are watch ads. Yeah. Um, and I got a, I, I saw this ad on the social medias, and it was so interesting, I had to click on it and follow it to its website. They got okay. a click out of me. Okay. And the website or the company name is called House of Now, N-O-W, House of Now. Okay. Sounds like a playlist I listen to, but and uh, the they have a bunch of I'm not, I'm gonna read the text from their website read before I tell you what their product is. Let's go. It says a constant reminder to stay in the now. In a digitally connected world, it's hard to avoid distraction. Yep. There's so many things constantly competing for our attention. It's difficult to remember to enjoy life right here right now that's why we create a luxurious wearable reminder with only one goal to keep us mindful present and in the now okay and it's a watch okay but it doesn't tell time in Uh, fact this watch does nothing it is a watch it's a it's a gold bracelet watch band it has a watch shaped dial on it but instead of having a dial it just has a piece of metal with the word now stamped in it. Oh, nice. It doesn't tell time. How much does it cost? $200. That's funny. I have a very similar watch that I got from Walmart, and it broke, and it also doesn't tell time, and I wear it all the time just because I want to be looking good. You, know, you just watch. you look at it, and it looks like a watch. But it just it says ha- now. It has a bezel. It has a face. It just says now. the word now. In capital letters. Not even an elegant word. Just N O W now, and it has a bunch of uh, very boho inspired models wearing it. Yep. In in yep. uh, they're wearing those like fedora, Pharrell fedoras. They're wearing tunics and things, probably yep. in sandals and Joshua tree. Maybe I don't yep. know. Yep, definitely in the mountains. You know, yeah. Just uh, I dig it. Just it's just a gold or silver watch looking object now with the word. Now wow. printed on the face. I like it, which is incredible. Yeah, this and, and I, I know a lot of people. Country, a lot of country. They're a thriving business. A lot of people need to be reminded to live in the present. I it's just so good. It's one of the most dumb, serious products I've ever seen. Fad or future? You think it's a fad? Or I don't know. It's, future? it's definitely not even a fad. I, I don't think you can tell the future from that watch. Let me tell you that. Have you heard of the the? Uh, water company liquid gold or something liquid death or whatever oh, yes i've drank it's, liquid it's death. canned water if you would have listened to my I did. episode yeah i did I, I, yes i was asking the listeners oh have you listened hey, listeners have you listened to the episode when i was in florida i drank liquid death and it's just like it it's almost 
a feat of marketing with just well, it's all marketing. The water tastes like a aluminum. product. It tastes awful. Yeah, the water does not taste good. Yeah, don't put it in an aluminum can. It's bad. Yeah, I mean, uh, is it better than putting it in a plastic bottle? I don't know. Probably. I'm not sure. Probably not. I don't know. Probably not. But it wasn't good. So, yeah, it was cool. It's definitely all marketing. It definitely looks like a beer, and when you drink it, it tastes like like aluminum. So there's That's, that. There's that right yeah, there. Yeah. So if you're interested in seeing this dumb product, houseofnow.com. Houseofnow.com. I thought that was interesting. Our newest sponsor, Houseofnow.com. Uh, I wanted to share on the podcast. It just hasn't happened yet, but it happened today. So, well, I appreciate that. Yeah, that was good. I don't want to drink this beer. It's not good. I mean, I'm not. I'm not actually. I'm not hating it. I'm kind of enjoying it. Doesn't taste awful. Do you want to drink mine? Sweet. I mean, I can. I will. Do you, do you want? Do you? Do you want to drink the other? That bad boy on. Do you want to drink the other two that are upstairs? Also, if I mean, yes. Uh, finally something good. Do I have to, to do it tonight? Yes. Finally something good to drink. Oh. A Coors Light. We'll see. We'll see what mm. I'm at. We'll see so much better. Yeah. That's so much better. Dude, we got a lot of questions, man. We got a lot of a things lot? to talk about. Well, we got a couple of questions. We man. got a question. We got a... We have a couple. Okay. We have a couple. We, we can get to them. We don't have to get to them right now. Let's... Let's... Uh... Let's not get to them right now. I have some content. I, I'm I'm interested in. Talking is it about. youth drag related? Nah, we're gonna we're gonna drop that. What this? Yeah, the this, topic was a real you know I, drag. I, I, since you brought it up, Lincoln, let's talk a little bit about it real quick. Yes, yes. Let's talk about this. I've been thinking about this a lot. Day seven in a row. Day seven in a row. Hey, man, when when the content's good and it's happening in Goshen, you gotta capitalize on it. And you know? and if podcasting has taught me one thing, it's that. Uh, you talk about the same things over and over and over again. Yep. yep. Which is what we do. We do. Bikes. Brews. Youth bays, drag shows. Youth drag shows. Youth drag shows. Yeah. The, the, well, I, I was trying to think about... I I saw... I mean, it's been all over my Facebook from people who are very pro for it and people who are very negative against it and it's turned into this whole battle. And I want to say this. I think that it's great to be authentic. And I do not want Goshen or people in Goshen to have to hide how they feel, what they think, what they want to do, how they want to do it. I think that really needs to be the emphasis. Like they need to be authentic. And I think that some of pride allows people to be free, to have, have opinions, to, to say the things that they are interested in, they like and different things like that. Um, I think what went wrong with the youth drag show is, one, there wasn't a lot of information about what it was. So I think I'm still not sure what what was going to happen. And, and it, it didn't happen, so we don't know well, what was going to happen. Was it going to be a troop of youth doing a drag show? It, was it just like a Halloween party? What, you know? Was it a drag show by adults for youth? Right. You don't, Who you knows? don't know. There wasn't really details on, on what the information was. And so, one a little bit more clarity would have been helpful, um, and it could have been something as 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 innocent as like a Halloween dress up party at the pool. Uh, could have, could have been. It could, but it could have gone to a totally extreme side too, where it was inappropriate, and there there was you you don't know. It, there's a spectrum. You know, it could have been all of these different things. 
and then when it comes to children it's it's that's that's what gets kind of scary like what we while we walk through all the different events that happen at Goshen Pride, Quirioki, drag trivia, all that all that stuff. I mean, we well most I think most of Goshen was pro it. Like they weren't mad about it, or if they were mad about it, they didn't care that it was happening. You know, it was kind of, it's it's something that happens around in our culture all the time. But I, I had this idea, and I don't know if it's a good idea, but I wanna I wanna. Put it out there and tell me what you think, Lincoln. Okay. So I think a lot of, and, and, and I'll say this too, a lot of conservatives in Goshen, they have, they're getting fed this narrative about a lot of different stuff. And that's been happening for a long time. And so when they hear youth drag show, I think to these more religious, more conservative people in Goshen, and I would say I'm, I'm, I'm in that sphere of, of, people i'm in that sphere of people i'm progressive on a lot of different things i i'm open-minded right but i would probably be more in that leaning in that side of things and so when they said youth drag show it was almost like if you were to say these words to some very very ultra liberal lefty people so you want to hear these words i do there is a youth trump rally happening in whites only at Shanklin Park. Now, do you do you hear what I'm saying? No, I do. Right. So let's 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 look at that really quickly. Youth only Trump rally. What whites only? Right. So maybe it's just a bunch of white boys, white girls, white white people wanting to celebrate Trump, and they don't want any interference. That sounds bad. But on the total opposite end, it it, it could be like a white supremacy function where they're recruiting youth you know what i mean like that type of you know so the the feeling you get from that when you hear that it's like whoa, whoa, whoa we gotta put a break on this you know like a, a trump rally period right not 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 everyone's a fan of but it's happening uh, a drag show period not everyone's a fan of but it's happening now i i do put the i don't think they're one and one i really don't think they're one a youth drag show is the same as a bunch of white supremacists who are kids who are who are f- fans of Donald Trump. They're not correlated, but I'm just using it as like a, an, I, I I just think a lot of people who are out there that that are talking about this, if they were to hear something like that, they would be reacting the same way the conservatives are. And whether that's right or wrong, that's up to discussion, and I think we should discuss it. We should have a conversation about it. But I was thinking about that. So wh- what do you think about that, Lincoln? I think you hit the nail on the head with your hammer when you said it's not a one-to-one i think it's kind of a weak it's, metaphor oh okay because because one of them is pretty exclusive and one of them isn't youth no, drag show yeah. everyone can come and participate or whatever yeah, my, my, right my, my yeah everyone could well and so maybe maybe those who aren't and as the inclusive. the whites youth only right. whites only trump rally is pretty exclusive it's pretty exclusive yeah pretty exclusion the exclusion-y feeling that you get is what i'm but, trying to yeah, talk about yeah yeah because i think that's the feeling that a lot of these conservative peoples are are feeling when they see like, that this is wrong to expose children to this right kind of right or like i don't know i don't know it's hard it's hard because like we're so used to a lot of things um can i ask you that can i ask you a question after this yeah you may uh because like the reaction in goshen to like a youth rifle club for example that would be probably pretty well received 
And yeah. There's probably a shooting sports 4-H club of part some of it, sort. That's part of it. Um, Expert marksman. And there are like there are like hunting clubs and stuff like that. And so, someone might hear about that and think you can't expose children to violent guns and and things of the sort. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I just think we're super not used to something like a youth drag show. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think and should we view that in the same light as as a youth? take your kid and shoot a gun club sort of thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know if we should or shouldn't. We should have a conversation about it. And again, I think you're right. And what I said, it's not a one-to-one comparison. Mm-hmm. I just, that visceral feeling that you hear when you hear a white-only youth Trump rally, that feeling, I'm like, that scares me. I don't like that. If I heard that, I'd be like, heck no, that can't happen. You know what I mean? But I think that's what conservatives felt in Goshen too. Like, heck no, this shouldn't be happening. And I would say I'm part of that. And now, I do want to say I didn't, I don't know what in reality it was or it is or what was going to happen. So I just had that thought. I thought I'd throw it out there. And um, I really think it's good to be authentic. I think for a long time, specifically conservatives, man, and Christians have told you not to, not to, to, to talk about how you feel and just fall in line. We're seeing, we're seeing it's kind of, uh, yes, very, very like the conservative movement uh, or the evangelical movement to to say no. Live in these. Rules. Don't express your feelings. Yeah, and there, there is that is not, in my opinion, that is not what the Bible or Christianity says. It, it, it there is freedom in in being free and speaking who you are and and people don't have to agree with you but you need to be authentic and people need to be free people need to, to say things now do i think it's the the coming out and, and putting your sexual identity on on your on your shoulder is is a good thing or not i don't, I don't know i don't know well, i don't think yeah. that's the i don't think who you date is ever going to give you satisfaction and, and ever going to give you pleasure but I'm not pleasure. I mean, maybe pleasure, but it's not going to be your identity. Your identity has to be is so much more than just who you're attracted to. Yeah. Since, since when is it anyone's business what you do with? So I saw a Snapchat story. Well, I didn't see one. Uh, Allison watched it's... one on the way up to to the cabin last week, and she said, um, it, "It's and, and Snapchat is just scroll holes. You go on to you know explore page, and you just get in these Snapchat stories." And it was this individual who came out as trans. And then, um, so that was their first coming out party. And then came out as, uh, no, came out as, uh, as maybe um, attracted to the same sex, then as trans, and then attracted to a different sex. They had like four different coming out parties from each different switch that they did, you know, from this part to this part to this part. And I mean... You come out so many times. That is it the is it the act of coming out and telling everyone how you feel and what your now sexual preference is and and now what you are your, your thing that doesn't give you life. I mean, to them it does for a little bit, but then they have to change it and they have to change it to that specific person. So, and I think it's the same thing as people who chase after money. Like you making X amount of dollars is not going to give you satisfaction, ever. And it's not your identity. You're a rich person is not an identity. A lot of people think it is, but it's not an identity. Also, a local rapper is not your identity. You know what I mean? It may be a part of your identity, but it's not totally your identity. So, I, I that's my that's what I have to say about the youth drag show. I don't know if that made sense. That could be totally wrong. 
And um, I, I think through all this, it's been a learning experience for me, learning what cisgendered is. And also, like, I was totally wrong on the trans to youth thing, to, to the drag thing. Those are two th- different things. And so I appreciate our listeners for, for actually being able to say, hey, you know, you're wrong on this, and this is what it actually is. Not, I, I'm, shout out to Aaron, for real. He, he knows what's going on. And I think there's so much out there that I, it, a lot of it's just gone past me, and I don't know what it is. I mean, and it's also ever-changing in a way, too, but I appreciate people that speak in their lives, so. What do you think? I don't know. Say it with your breast. I don't know. Say it with your breast. I think that... uh, I don't know. Where do you think your identity comes from, Lincoln? I don't know if it's so much like a question of like, like what your identity or nature is. I think it has a lot more to do with like what society uh, says about your identity or nature and what they allow you or don't allow you to do. I've never been restricted by society uh, because of either my gender, my nationality, or like what I would consider my sexual identity. identity being like a straight white male like i don't know i can i can you know i've every date i've got on i've never got like a weird look i've never been treated differently uh for just being what people would consider normal and so like i don't i feel like i don't really have a lot of ground to like i don't know my perspective isn't very well informed to speak on the issue to say that you won't get satisfaction from being your most authentic self and so like I don't know. It's, it's one thing to, I think, consider yourself trans, but if society, uh, not persecutes, I mean, maybe persecutes you, but like if you're constantly like having to deal with the negative side effects of who you believe yourself to be, you you might be kind of unfulfilled. Yeah. I think, I think that negative, I mean, we are living in a world where everyone is comparing themselves to everyone else. That's, that's Instagram, you know? And whether that's that's affecting trans people, I think that's affecting everyone. I don't think it's just a transition. Maybe it's accentuated and heightened in the trans in the trans community, but that's a thing that everyone's dealing with, man. Like, and also, I know you. I know what you're saying. Respectfully like, disagree. I I don't know. I've never I've never I been know so many. I've never been stared down for being like a straight dude on a date with a woman. You know, you know what I mean. Like I just like like I get what you're saying. Like I I think. I just think it's easy to say that when you've never had to deal with any negative side effects for just being who you are. And I, I think that's what a lot of gay trans, um, whatever label you believe yourself to be that isn't straight. Like you've probably had to deal with some really negative things because of that. And I, and I think we're on the same page with that shouldn't happen. Yeah. I don't think. And so happen. like, I think, it, I think now a lot of people are for the first time in their lives exploring what would life be like? if I didn't experience negative side effects for just being who I was. Yeah. I don't think that they'll ever find the true experiencing life. I mean, I, I just, I don't think that's ever possible. They can try it. They can go for it, but it's never going to give them satisfaction. That's what I believe. I, I don't know. And, they, and I know they may be persecuted, all that, but dude, like there's a thing that we talk about at church. It's called the fear of man. And 
um, we all deal with the fear of man. Like we're afraid of saying this thing because it might be dumb or doing this thing because it might be this or that. And, um, you know, I guess you're right. I've never been stared down because I was on a date with my, with now my fiance. Um, but I have, I mean, I, you know, I like, I just, you, you're always going to feel stuff no matter what, whether it is real or it isn't real, you're always going to perceive stuff. And to get away from that, you just need to live authentically and not care what people think. But what and if it's freedom to that? What if it's more than just like a thought? Like what if you're actually treated differently because of it's being who you are? Like they, they shouldn't be able to treat you differently. I mean, we live in a place where everyone is equal. But like, no, not really. I don't know. It's like if someone walks up to you and starts causing you trouble because of you, you're, you're out on a date with whatever, you know what I'm saying? And they, they don't find that appropriate. That's not right. That no, that person is not allowed to do that to you. I don't, I don't think we're arguing if it's right or wrong. I'm saying is I've never had to deal with that. So like, I don't know what it feels like. You've to, never had to deal with it, but you may have to deal with it in the future. I think we're all going to have to deal with it. Okay. That is just a human thing. That's what I'm saying. I'm, but what I'm saying is I've never had to actually deal with that. And so like my perspective on the issue, like I'm not seeing all sides of it. I don't think you've, you are either. You've dealt with conflict. Yeah. That's what it is. It's conflict, bro. You've dealt with conflict. But like in this specific vein, 100%, I've never dealt with it in that specific vein. But we've dealt with conflict. We've dealt with it different ways of people trying to harm you or to take advantage of you or to to say things uh, to make you feel less of a person. Like I don't think it's a this thing. I think it's a broader thing. That's that again. Again. I don't think we're arguing that it's like wrong. It's super wrong that people are treated that way because of being themselves. Yeah, but you're telling me that I've I've not experienced it. And you're right, I've not experienced that specific thing. But sure. I think that specific thing is a much deeper thing. Not just that surface level what you're you what you identify as or whatnot. I think we're gonna deal with conflict as humans. We're gonna deal with people not wanting you to be a part of their tribe or looking at you different. And you gotta you gotta get past that. And I don't think it's uh, All right, gay people, get over it. <laughs> or white Timon. people get over it. No, I just I no, I get what you're saying. Like there is like when you like the or strength people get over the, it. The the strength that comes from like from looking inside and really understanding who you are and like like that that's a really like that's a really strong and like confident person when you know who you are yeah. and you don't let your actions Authentic. be affected by people's Authentic. by people's actions but like how many times are you going to get beat up before you change your actions like how many times yeah, can when you, you get beat up that's when you you take it to the law cuz that that's violence against you and we shouldn't we live in a country where that shouldn't be a thing no it shouldn't be but historically it is like like or or being gay, being illegal, like can't go to the cops if you get beat up being gay in the seventies or whatever. Yeah, prior so to like, the seventies, it was all after World War Two. I don't, you know. Yeah, history, I just prior to World War Two, um, people were like pretty pro gay. It was like an actual in our culture, pretty pretty cool. But what happened was propaganda. Now I don't want to get too deep into that. That's a totally different rabbit trail. But the Ru- the Russians started blackmailing people because um, they started pushing a narrative in our. All right, all right. That, yeah, I just yeah. I get what you're saying. It should not be that way, but like it is. That's a lot of people's reality. And like, what if you can't fight? Like, what if you don't have the money for a legal thing? What if you you know what I mean? Like what? Right. Like what I if understand. you don't have that ability? Like 
that's a lot of people's reality in this sliver. And a lot of people are living in a lot of different realities with a lot of different problems. If you talk about people that are living in low-income areas, they're dealing with a totally different set of reality. You know what I mean? So what, like, I can't ever feel the way that they feel, but I can tell them that they're all human. We're all human, you know? And so these are adversities you have to get past. And I, you know, it does sounds awful. It does sound awful when I say that, but no, like I, like it should not be, I, we're both saying the same thing. It shouldn't be this way. I just, it shouldn't be. I just think it is. And a lot of people just have to deal with that. It is. Yeah. I and don't, I don't think that's right. I don't like I don't. the fact that Tim and you can't talk about the subject because you haven't experienced it. And I, I understand that. I understand that, but I, I don't think it's, again, I think it's a surface level thing on a deeper root that maybe I have experienced on, on a, like the root of, we're seeing the flowers. I, maybe I've not, I've not butted into that specific flower, but the root issue I have dealt with, I mean, I've, I've been places where I don't feel accepted. I've been places where, um, people take advantage of me because of who I am and my nature and things like that. And so I think there's a way past it, you know, I, but now I forget what we were arguing about. <laughs> Me too. I also have. Uh, no, we were just talking about like people's response to youth drag show and like yeah. what would yeah. that be like to like can we add some perspective to it? Uh, and and talk I th- think it's good that people are talking about it. I don't want people yeah. to be hateful and bigot, bigots. And I, I want to also have people that say, hey, I don't agree with this, and be allowed to to say that because I think mm-hmm. a lot of people who were me included were okay with most of what was going on with Goshen Pride, but that one individual thing, and because we did not agree with that one individual thing, they felt like we hated the whole week and hated Pride. And that's not what I want that to come across as. Yeah. Does that make so sense? Either? It does, yeah. but taking a step back from that, like, I don't, no one was asking your permission to do this. Like, you, like they weren't asking you to be okay with it, really. Right. It's not but like they you, need to know the, that we're not okay with it. The the people aren't asking you if you're okay with 4-H I mean, Fair Week happening. Not okay. The government's not asking my permission to bomb Syria and Yemen and all these places. But I do want to let them know, hey, it's not okay with that. I'm not okay with that. You know? I do. I think what you're... No, I'm not saying a little bit the same thing. But, like, hey, if we, we need to talk about it. If we're not bringing this to the subject, then it, the train keeps moving. Whether that train is, is good or not, we need to have conversations about it. That's what we're yeah. doing here. Yeah. I think uh, a little bit earlier, what you're describing is the difference between sympathy and empathy. Sympathy is I've been through that situation. I feel empathy is I know how, how it feels to hurt about something. Like I can, like I have felt the emotions you're feeling in a different situation. Um, I think it's always good to have empathy because, because you're right. Like you will never be able to have 100% of the experiences of someone else never. because life is too big and it's too vast. So and, complicated. And, but, but the idea is, I'm a person and we experience emotions and I felt the emotions you feel. Let's have conversations to talk about it. I'm not going to write you off yeah. because I haven't gone through what you've gone through and, and you need to not, you need to, but like you need to understand that like I'm trying really hard to, to also say, I know what it feels like to feel pain. Like you feel pain yep. in different ways. And it's like a two, it's a, it's a two way street for sure. But And I just want to tell people that and maybe this is my experience at one time in my life, I tried to act one way because I felt like that's what people wanted me to act like. That's what people wanted me to be like, this is at Grace College. And I found so much freedom from just being who I was and not being afraid of what other people thought of me as. And there's freedom in that. There's a lot of freedom in that. And so 
I want to pass it on to other people. I don't want them to feel like they have to be this way or that way or this way. I'm only accepted or I only feel good if I feel this way. That it's okay to to tell people how you feel, but it's also we're complex people, and uh, you need to just understand who you are. My bad. I accidentally hit the the stop the stop recording button. Are we we're back good. into? Yeah, it? we're back. Okay, all right. Okay. I didn't cut anything off. I just I hit the space bar on accident. Oh no worries. Um, well, I think that's a good break. Um, all right, guys. See you Monday. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, we got questions. Uh, there was a bunch of words that we vomited out towards you. No, I about think it's a good. I think it's good to discussion. Maybe you guys. Hopefully, if you weren't interested in it, you just hit the fast forward button a couple times. Hopefully, you just unsubscribed. <laughs> that's the idea. Uh, just, just unsubscribe. Uh, just. We know a lot of you have, but the rest of you, <laughs> do it. <laughs> do it now. While there's still time. Yeah, Rome is burning. Set the streets on fire. Okay. Okay. All right. Do you want to questions? Get into our questions. Okay. Yeah. I'm, a little I'm bit. So down for it. Do you want us to get into questions? I don't want to talk about what we've been talking about for the past twenty minutes <laughs> you didn't more. Want to talk about it at the start. Period. <laughs> I didn't. You didn't. I, really dra- didn't. I dragged you into it. <laughs> you dragged me into it. I dragged you into it. I love it. Um, okay. <clears throat> Let's see here. All right. This is from Melissa. Great thoughts on Friday's Fatter Future. This was last week's Friday's Fatter Future. Could you talk a little bit more about the salmonella light killing germs? Because I see ads for phone boxes with blue light killing germs. And I just can't believe it actually does anything. I've also seen blue light face masks that are supposed to be, are supposed to prevent wrinkles. That also seems very scammy. Maybe I don't know mu- enough about it. I don't know either. No, I don't know. Th- those the, are all scams, probably. The sun sunlight kills light, or kills kills stuff. Salmonella kills stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it might. <laughs> was it, what was I trying to say? Centronella? Is that what I was trying to say? I think you were trying to say salmonella. So I was definitely trying to say salmonella. There's no no question about that. Um, I don't know if uh, phone boxes with blue light to kill germs. I don't. I've never heard of that. I, maybe silver, silver phone boxes. Maybe I've seen uh, copper phone cases. They're supposed, supposed to, to be antiseptic. I don't know. I don't know. Blue light, light mask. I think uh, Elisa, you're right. Uh, maybe the stuff is a little bit more of a fad, kind of um, like a quick marketing. Like it's a hot topic right now. Blue light. You know, blue light. It's like tanning beds. Yeah, like tanning fad. beds. Yeah, fad. You want to get a tanning bed? I do not. I spend time outside. I'd rather get that real vitamin D, not gotcha. that gotcha. salmonella D. You know what I'm saying? I feel like vitamin D is probably vitamin D. Were you ever told not to eat raw cookie dough because of salmonella? Uh, told by whom? The Your FDA. Mom? The FDA. Yeah, FDA. Uh, yeah. Everyone has been. Yep. I was told uh, not to. Did it anyway. So I'm a rule breaker. Yeah. Really, it's uh, first started bucking authority. Has a lot to do with how, in fact, a lot of those, a lot of those weird food things that can happen to you have a lot to do with how the food was handled and processed on its way to you, versus the actual thing. Like, you can eat raw eggs all you want, but like bacteria from the shell that gets in the egg that contaminates it is where that comes from, and that comes from the factory that the 
and how it's handled if it was in a clean environment and stuff too. I don't know. Like you can eat like a rare steak if you sear the outsides. Yeah. But if you get, a, but if you if you get a raw like 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 steak tartare is just like a very nice ground up steak with some like I've seen olive steak oil and tartare stuff. with an mm. egg on top of it, a raw egg on top of it. Yeah, you just eat it. Yep. I don't know. There like That's a lot a of big thing in Europe. A lot of a lot of weird stuff we have to deal with has a lot to do with food being processed in unclean environments. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you get that steak literally off the cow and then cut it up, it, you can eat that. Yeah, right from right then or there. But it's uh, setting in and doing stuff. And well, I mean, maybe it depends on how like if you like have taken steps to make sure like your, your knife's clean. your knife's clean and like you've cleaned the animal and like none of the none of the contents of the intestines have gotten over the meat when you've been yeah, butchering it too. and like yep. yeah, it's a it's a difficult situation. I don't know. I don't. Can we be done with this one? We can. Okay. Thank you, Sick. Lisa. Thanks, Lisa. Nice. Um, well, our next one is from Brian. This is in regards to Monday's episode. First, congratulations. Thank you, Brian. Thanks, Brian. He says. <laughs> says and yes, some people do change their minds later in regards to sexuality. You could be married at thirty. Oh, I'm sorry. You could be married for thirty years with four kids, and then bam, you're sucking dick on Craigslist. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Brian. Do you feel like do you feel like that's not a real story? Because it definitely is. Do you know someone? All right, I'll, so I'll tell you this: I, I knew a girl at college, and her dad uh, came out as gay when she was like in college. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that messed her up or anything, but um, she has multiple kids from multiple. Bri- Brian's pretty open about his dad being gay now. Oh, so that's his dad. So that's from his dad. Yeah. Dang, I did not know that. Yeah. You want to tell a story? Or should we have Brian tell the story? Brian so? just told the story. That's, that's what it was. <laughs> that's, that, that's, you sitting up people on Craigslist? That's the story. Yeah. Craigslist is the spot to do it, I guess. Uh, so, yeah. I, Thanks, Brian. I, I appreciate it. I kind of forget what we were talking about Monday about, about like. It's probably in regards to. Uh, it's probably youth in regards drag to youth drag show. show. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Because that's all we talked about this week. <laughs> youth drag show. <laughs> Could be married at thirty years with four kids, and then bam, sucking dick. Yep, yeah, it's been a minute now. I think Sorry, for his dad, dad. I think uh, probably not ten years, but I don't probably six or seven years. Yeah. I think Brian's dad has been out of the closet. Do you uh, think Brian's dad feels better about being real with how he feels? I would have to talk to Brian's dad. Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Thanks, Brian. Thanks again for telling us a little bit about yourself and your dad. Our next question is from Brian. <laughs> What's up, Brian? Thanks for listening, buddy. I appreciate it. I'm really happy for you, Tim. But aren't you and Lincoln basically in common law marriage? No, we're a couple of years shy of common law marriage. <laughs> we are two years shy of common law marriage. So who gets the house into the divorce, he asks. Mm. Your, your name's on the deed, so. Yeah, that would be per, me. Per, per be me. the normal... Per per the normal rules, whoever's name is on the deed gets the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, that would be me. Um, now the joint uh, crypto investment account that we have, we're just gonna split that fifty fifty, and Joe is gonna be alternative weekends. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, and then oh. I'm gonna. Well, I mean, we're both gonna pay for doggy daycare during the week. I will absolutely <laughs> not do that. <laughs> uh, oh, 
shoot. Uh, yeah, that's that's a really good question, Brian. Uh, yeah, no, I think a, a question we get asked often: Whose dog is Joe? We're not really sure. It's definitely Alex's dog that we've been watching yeah. for like four years. <laughs> years. It's Alex's dog that we've been watching for six years. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It depends. All right, so I've thought about this. I I I I feel like I'll probably get Joe, but. Um, we're gonna see what Lincoln's next housing situation is. Yeah, I I might if I move into an apartment after this, I probably won't have the opportunity to take Joe with me. Yeah, like that's now. It's, let's say it's three years down the road and Lincoln moves into a house, and Lincoln says, "Can I have Joe?" I would not be opposed to having letting him have Joe. You know oh, I would definitely is, do it. Is Joe gonna be alive in three years? I hope so. Okay. Yeah, I mean, pets don't last forever. That's all yeah. I'm saying. It might be four or five years, but I'm I'm Joe's already like eight years old. I know. He's a good eight year old. He's, he's an solid. Old, he's an old dog. But yeah, and the other thing, Brian, is um I mean even Lincoln and I have talked about just like, you know, tools and kitchenware and Lincoln has a pretty good inventory on what is his and I have a pretty good inventory on what's mine. We'll probably just split it how it is, you know. Now who gets the Dijon mustard with horseradish sauce in the in the in the fridge? I mean that We'll have to debate you, about. You get it as long as I get the Chick Fil A sauce. Yeah, Chick Fil A sauce is yours. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's going to be the big debate: that's splitting the up the the stuff. fridge condiments. Yeah, the, uh, that's the real stuff. Yeah, I don't uh, know. good question, Brian. Um, okay, and here is our last—not uh, our last question. Here's our next question. Donda from no one it says Donda. What do you think, Lincoln? D O N D A question mark. Uh, what? I don't. Is that is that Spanish or something? No, I am so pumped for Donda. I've been waiting since. Is this a video game? Nope. Okay. I've been waiting since May. May. It might have been March twenty twenty. What's it an acronym for? It's not an acronym for anything. Okay. What is it? I think it is um, in reference to his. Passing Mom. It's Kanye's next album. Oh, gotcha. It, it, fun fact, Donda was supposed to be uh, God's Country. That's what he released. And then a name changed to Donda, and then name changed to one other thing, which was um, the West, West Day Ever, and then it went back to Donda. So it's been kind of a couple different iterations, but it's supposed to be releasing, I don't know, today, I think? Re- it's supposed to be releasing here soon. Are you a fan of Kanye? I don't know. Dude, I'm a huge fan of Kanye. I don't listen to his music that often, so probably not. I, uh, March, uh, was it March? March 2018, I did a thing called Kanye Madness. Now, you, you may be questioning what that is. Well, let me tell you. Have you heard of March Madness? It's the same thing, but it was with Kanye. So I took all of his discography, and I put them in brackets, and I listened to all of them and then pushed them to the next brackets and then listened to the winners of those, pushed them to the next finals, and then was to listen to finally get to the last one. Now, I'll tell you what my number one favorite song of Kanye is. It's Ultra Light Beam. Such a phenomenal song. And um, what I found is I, I was sleeping on Kanye. I did not realize how great Kanye is. His whole discography is just He's he has a whole range of emotions and and after listening to it, so many modern artists come from Kanye. The whole autotune thing that was Kanye. Eight oh eight heartbeats. Come on, dude. 
Auto-tune started with Kanye? Are you kidding me right now? You think auto-tune started the in, the, in, the in the mid-2000s? He's the one that pushed it. Okay. Okay. He's okay. the one that pioneered it, dude. He is the voice of our generation. I'm All pumped right. for Donda. I'm very pumped for Donda. It's got some really good tracks. It's going to have a bunch of um, solid artists. I think Tyler, the creator, might be on it. I could be wrong. He was just he was caught listening to the album, and so that's why I think he might be on it. There's a lot of great uh, tracks that are on it, and it's supposed to be one of his... This is what they're saying. So I, I don't know if it's true or not, but they say it's supposed to be one of his... Um, like going back to a hungry raw artist and and he took he kind of did all of this stuff all he put a lot of work into donda and then he ran for presidency he got divorced he kind of put it all on hold and after the divorce he went right to the studio and he's put just poured his time into that and so i'm super pumped for donda have you heard Charles gambino's new song i have not he has yeah. a he has a new song you can listen to it I'll have to check it out. Decide if you like it's good or not. I don't know. I love Childish. I loved old Childish. I haven't listened to much of his new stuff. Redbone was solid. But, dude, I'm telling you what. I slept on Kanye for so long. And um, he said some good stuff. God's Country was such a good name for the title of it. But I'm, I'm excited. Donda, again, is is uh, his mom. I believe that's his mom's name. That's why he's naming it after. And she's it's supposed to have a lot of different parts of uh, like like recordings of her in the al- in the mm. album, um, and he also chose oh, what was her name? It's a famous artist. She lost her mom at an early age, and um, that's why he chose her at her. I think she's dead now, but her artwork to represent the album cover. So, pump for it, Donda. Let's go. I don't think anyone knew I was about to come here with a, a straight Donda facts. No, but it seems in your nature yeah. to be I'm about Kanye. Kanye West. So I like Kanye West before he was a, a fan of Donald Trump. I'll tell you that. Mm. Yep. Then he came out as a fan of Donald Trump. I was like, oh. And then I voted for him. So there's that. All right. Last question, and then we'll do uh, Fire Future. This is from our sponsor, Golf Lessons with John. Golf Lessons with John on Facebook. Make sure to go follow him. Make sure to go like his page. Make sure to go give him the attention that he deserves. He is our sponsor. He is the love of our life. He is a king. He yeah, rushes it. Get some lessons. Swing with John. John's a swinger. And, you, know, you can catch that's, him every other weekend swinging. That's 100% what I meant by that. Mm-hmm. That that is what That was the joke I was making. I wasn't making the joke. He swings. Golf clubs. Yep. Pretty hard. Sick. So he says, question for Friday. <laughs> I met this gal at church this week, and she seemed pretty cool. The day after meeting her, I added her on Snapchat, which, in hindsight, was probably a mistake. She has not added me back. But while at church, we talked shortly, and she seemed chill. I'd like to get to know her better, but I don't want to screw it up. Even if we're just friends, that'd be cool. She's into nerdy stuff like Star Wars, Harry Potter, and Marvel. How do you think I should approach her next time I see her? Should I play it pretty chill or ask her about those things? Side note, she says she hates social media, so that might be related to why she added me. She did not add me back on Snapchat. Maybe she doesn't use Snapchat that much. Any ideas would be cool. Thanks, boys. All right, John. <clears throat> I'm gonna give question. you. I'm gonna give you the same advice I would give someone who was. Uh, looking 
to purchase a steak and, and how to prepare it. And here's the advice I'm going to give you. If it's the right steak, you can't mess it up. Mm. That's a really good piece of advice right there. So I know you're worried about screwing it up, jumping into things a little too quick. Uh, but if she likes you back, you probably can't screw it up. Because uh, cause, cause attraction, uh, it is conditional, but like the, the attraction that's going to lead to a real significant other, like if she's into you, if, if the energy's there, if... if the uh, vibes are on point. Yeah, if uh, if if Providence wills you two to be be together, I don't think even you can come in between that. Um, so just uh, be yourself. Yeah. Just in every situation, be like, what would what would golf lessons with John do? That's a a- and do that. Question. Yeah. Just be yourself. Just just uh, John. I know you're a laid back, easygoing guy. Uh, you know, if you feel like she doesn't want to talk, funny, don't talk. You're fun. You're chill. Just be you, bro. Uh, take interest in her interests. Um, decide to like the things she, she likes. Uh, let go of all of your old hobbies and interests. And, <laughs> and only concern yourself with the things that she she is into. Yeah, that's a really <laughs> that's, good piece of advice. Be yeah. yourself and then change. <laughs> I'm kidding, John. I really mean it. Be yourself. Yeah. You're, you're a great dude. I like being around you. I don't know why any... Young or old ladies would not enjoy being around you. So, John, we need to chat because I want to come visit yep. you in yeah. Bowling Green, Ohio, at some point this this year. Um, I need to take some golf lessons, so we need we need to chat about that. But, John, there's there's one thing you can do that will just put you above everyone else. Yeah, and women hate it. What is it? <laughs> you gotta walk up to them. <laughs> you gotta say, Miss, whatever her name is. I sponsor a podcast. That right there is one of the biggest power moves you can bring yes, to the table. It's one of the biggest turnoffs that you can present to a I don't a think it's a turnoff, man. I think it's a turn. Turn up. Head around. Turn up. And see what's going up. on. Turn up. Yep. Um, in fact, oh, how many shoot. dudes is she talking to that do sponsor a podcast? Zero. Hundred <laughs> percent. Zero. That's that's uh, the cool stuff. I'm telling you. And I want to tell all of our listeners: if you are interested in dating, sponsor our podcast. It yeah. is a notch in the belt for you to become the best possible mate for anyone sponsoring our podcast. Here's an idea, John. Uh, if you know, let let things progress naturally. You know, yeah. if you happen to to end up in the same circles and talking. Go for that. Uh, you know, don't be too forward. But ask her if she wants to play Among Us. On, ask uh, here's here's Sundays. and here and he, and this is what I'm getting at is maybe when she asks what you're into, if she asks, first of all, if she asks what things you're into, good sign. Uh, but if she's willing to talk to you about golf, mm-hmm. I think that's a good indicator that and things are going well. And uh, and if she's willing to play some golf with you, I don't know. Mini golf, not no, mini golf. I don't know. Golf. She ain't ready for regular golf. Go to the ready. go to the driving range. See yeah. if she's into that. I don't know. It's uh, you know, it could be cool to explain to her how you play you're a some swinger. golf. Explain to her how you're a swinger, and you just swing for the stars. I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, uh, any of our. Uh, non-male listeners out there, if you want to chime in, 
Uh, Tim and I are really struggling with this one. No, I think um, you gave great so advice. So, Elisa. Holly, Alea. If you have any advice for John, what's um, your, um, what's your, uh, oh, Jocelyn, Jocelyn, uh, what's Audrey, your, uh, Audrey. Audrey. I, I think mm-hmm. really the only female listener we can count on is uh, Allison. Dar- uh, Jasmine, Jasmine, Jasmine listens. So Darby, uh, Darby as well. Darby, we made fun of her probably too much. I don't know if she Link- listens still. Lincoln's mom. I don't, my mom does not listen. Oh, well. Um, my mom listens. And Timmons mom. Advice as well. Yeah. Uh, if any of the lady listeners out there have some advice for, for young John, young John, young golf lessons with John. Young money. Um, we would really uh, please help, I think. No, John, I think no. John has asked us for relationship advice in the past, and John is still single. So I can't say that we killed it. I, I really can't. <laughs> I think we led John astray in the past. I, I don't think so. Maybe maybe we shut doors he didn't need to open. Maybe maybe our advice was what he needed to hear at that time. I I, I think you're I think you're undermining some of our advice. Like you are 100 percent right. Be authentic. Be who you are. Because she'll figure that out eventually. If you guys do start dating, you do 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 kind of go down that path. The worst thing to do is is to not be yourself. But also put your best foot forward. Be like the best version of who who is truly you. I mean, maybe or just be you, dude. I don't know. I mean, like you could be the best, put the best foot forward, but they'll eventually find that you're not always your best all the time. Yeah, for it's sure. Good to be authentic, for sure. I don't, I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I'm just all I'm saying is, I'd also say, John, it's okay to try. Worry. Don't worry, bro. Don't worry. Yeah, it's okay to try. Be yourself. Yep. No pressure, but also you're a sponsor of our podcast. Make sure she knows that too. Make. Make sure she knows that you sponsor a podcast. Yeah. She needs to know this. Yeah. Uh, if you tell her, if you tell us what her name is, we will put her name in one of the uh, yeah. titles, titles for the episode. Maybe this one. The title will be no. I mean not. We could text him right now and find yeah, out. But we the title could be. I don't think we gotta wait for it. We gotta strategize with John a little bit. We'll figure it out. Yeah, Let's John. We'll uh, we'll do okay. Fatter feature in Thanks, three, John. two, one. Today is a very special Fatter Future, honoring you and your engagement. Congratulations to the both of you. Today's topic is weddings. Many years ago, weddings were smaller and less extravagant ordeals. As time has gone on, weddings have gotten to be more elaborate, inviting more people and adding experiences like photo booths or donut walls. When COVID hit, people were forced to strip down all those lavish ideas and get back to the basics of planning a simple wedding. Do you think people are starting to enjoy these simple, intimate weddings? Or are they bursting at the seams to fork out the money and go wild again? Thanks, Elisa. Yeah, that's a good question. <clears throat> Excellent question. Yeah, that's a great question. So, Tim, and how much are you going to spend on a wedding? What's your wedding budget right now? Well... I've talked to her dad, and he's given me a number. What? What number? Ha, what? What number has he given you? Above a thousand dollars. Above a thousand dollars. About a thousand dollars. Above it. Above one k. Is it below two k? Um, it's not below two k. I don't remember what his actual it, number was, but he's gonna. 
Well, we'll see. I think there's going to be help. Um, I also, to be honest, I'm, I'm, I do not want to have a wedding in your like most conventional spot. I want a party in the field with all my friends. I want to be the one. You can't steal all my wedding ideas, Tim. Keg standing. And pouring the beer for my friends. Like the the thing is, I think when you go into wedding venues, it's so expensive, dude. I yeah. remember, I remember, like my buddy Aaron Duncan, who you are friends with. Aaron was looking at wedding venues, and he was looking at bread and chocolate, which is over in Goshen. And depending on what day it was, so Saturday was the most expensive day. That was like twelve k for the venue. On Friday and Saturday, it was 9K. I'm sorry, Friday and Sunday, it was 9K just for the venue. On every other day, it was 7K. And I'm like, that is so expensive. Do you know how much alcohol I could purchase with $7,000? Well, here's an idea. Enough to feed an army, dude. So, So you're young. Yep. You're getting married. Yep. And and you tell your parents, mom, dad... I'm going to spend $10,000 on a motorcycle. Okay. Everyone universally would tell you, hey, maybe you should not make an extravagant purchase. You're young. You probably should save the money. You really don't need the motorcycle. You should probably save it. Now, when it's a big old party for everybody, your parents are like, you have to. Everyone says you have to. Not my parents. My parents are pretty cool. Your parents are pretty cool. But everyone expects you to spend like 10K on a wedding. When if it was anything else, the conventional wisdom would say, "No, you're young. You need to save your money for the future." Yeah. yeah so like, why is it okay? Marriage. I don't want to start my marriage in debt. I really don't want to. That that sounds like a, a like that sounds like a very bad way to start. James you know, and Elisa, how much did you spend on your wedding? Their wedding was dope, dude. Nice. And I don't think they spent anything. I think Mar- our for. married our married friend listeners, how much did you spend on your wedding? Yeah. Uh, and how much did you regret it? That's my question. Well, I know Ben. I remember when Ben was over here while they were working on their wedding, and he showed me their spreadsheet. Yeah, and I, I love that. I, I am going to sit down with Allison. We're gonna have a number. We're gonna make it fit, and we're gonna find how to make that all work. Now, I don't want Alice. I'll tell you this, and Allison's probably listening. So, I don't want Allison to feel like she has to do certain things to fit her budget. I want her to brainstorm all of the things she wants. Gotcha. And then we're gonna take but, a look. But at ultimately, it. do what you want. No, per no. per the dollar amount. No, the uh, great thing about a wedding, dude, is it's where you get to learn and grow together and figure it out. And under I'm a certain dollar amount. She's going to make concessions? Under a certain dollar amount. Yeah, I mean, listen, if 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 it, if it means... She can have the ring, but she cannot wear it in the river. <laughs> she wore it in the river, dude. That's the thing. She wore it in the river. If just, it gets to I'm the just point kidding. where it's like, I, I mean, we're going into debt, like, I, 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 I have to have a conversation about that. And now, let's say we're going in, like, let's say I have to pay out of pocket a couple thousand. That's a different story than being ten, twenty thousand dollars in debt. But Timon, the, your- the wedding dress, it's the one. It's eight thousand dollars, Timon. Right. I say, listen, that's a beautiful dress. Let's go find the alternatives that look like that that make it work. You know what I mean? But I think there's ways to. And, and the cool thing about Allison is she works with me. She, we will talk things. We talk through the details. We talk through all the different stuff, and it's, and it's really sweet. Like, I feel blessed to have someone who we can talk through a lot of different things and talk yeah. through different ideas. And I'm not one to shut something. Maybe I hope I'm not one to shut something down right away. Um, I want to be open to it, and I want to 
think through all the details and then make the right decision. I think that's how you make good decisions. So no, I think you guys are gonna be fine. Yeah, I, I think we will be too. I, don't think we're any I have we have ideas, um, and I think it would be really cool to just have just party in a field with a bunch of my friends. Bring like Abe, have music from Abe. Have a couple different like taco trucks and barbecue spot and a pizza place like they're just like a like venues and almost like a festival but it's an evening of just celebrating our our like future together honestly hmm. but do i think that um do i think that the wedding industry the extravagant wedding industry is just a fad no at least i think it's the future we live in a world where it's all about your pictures on Instagram, your pictures on Facebook, and making other everyone want the experience you had when you did it, and the only way to do that is to go bigger and bolder each time. Did you see that thing on social media where yes. it was a white female with a black male? And they were doing photos in a cotton field, and he had chains. What? Yeah. Right. What? Right. It was like this, like engagement thing, and this guy had chains, what? and she was unlocking his chains, and they were all in like eighteen hundred garb. Oh my! Right. And you know it's, why they did it's that? Very white saviory. Do you know why they did that? Why did they? Because they're because they have an incredible sense of humor. No, because now everyone knows what's going on with that. Everyone's talking about it. What? It's for the clout, bro. It's for the. I, I the, feel like that's a really high level joke. I think what it is is they did something that they knew were going to get a reaction, and it was something massive. It like it pushed it, and so that's what's going to be the wedding industry. Let's take something that just pushes it to the next level. Are we going to get married while our whole group of people, all five hundred people, go skydiving and I do the whole marriage? And you know what I mean? Like it's just going to go to the yes. next level, to the next level, to the next level because they want to have that viral moment. They want to have. Every our culture wants to say, "Look at our wedding; it was the best. You cannot top it." That's the culture we live in, and I think that's only going to get like more and more. And everyone has two weddings. Yeah, hundred percent. Like everyone doesn't have two, but statistically, like <laughs> yeah. a lot, like you a lot of people Grace have College. multiple. A lot of <laughs> yeah. If you have been to Grace College, you will have two weddings. Sorry, yeah. Timon. Uh, you'll have two weddings. Yep. Um, well, I, minimum. <laughs> It only goes up from there. <laughs> and so not only like uh, the scale of the wedding, I think is getting to be a little out of hand. Yep. Also, like there are things in pop culture and pop culture that are driving it. Uh, Say yes to the dress, Bridezilla, yeah. all the TLC wedding shows. There, yeah. There's all that too. You're right. Dead on about social media. Yeah. Everyone wants to be a celebrity and, yeah. and your wedding is like the original way to be a celebrity because it's your day or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You have control over it. You can make it your thing. But and everyone has to participate in it. We're living in a time where, like, multiple weddings are not uncommon also. And so oh, the yeah, weddings are getting bigger. Also, there are more of them per people, I think. I don't know. But also, like... It's a whole I, industry, dude. It's it, a massive It's industry. a big industry. When but I worked at Minnow Travel, we sold destination weddings. We sold... Honeymoon that's packages. the way to do it. So Just we would go to Fly these, somewhere. Get married. Get it we done. Would, excuse me. We would go to these like huge event halls where we would talk about us as a, as a travel agency and, and what we can do for your wedding. And it was all of these brides who literally, like them and their bride maid posse would roam these halls 
drink mimosas and sign deals. Without the, there was no man in sight. They were all signing deals, and there was a ton of money being spent at these like exhibit halls in South Bend and in Indy and in Grand Rapids. It didn't matter. It was just this massive like, let's go to the exhibit hall and let's see. And there was a caterers, there was event places, there was people who literally just sold chairs, like the chairs that all your guests are gonna sit, sit in and rent out. Like you would go and sign a contract with them. It was it was a whole industry, That's, man. No, it's crazy. Yeah. Again, any other extravagant purchase, they would say, "No, you're young. Probably yeah. it, it's probably wise to save your money for the future." But when it's a wedding, it is expected. Yeah. It, so yeah, I don't. It's yeah. kind of I want to have it's messed up. Good food, good drinks in a field. I don't, and I hate the idea of like you have to use our cater and you have to use our stipulations and this and this. I want to be able to do what I want to do because it's my wedding. I don't want to have it as a package. I want to. I want to rage. And I want to say this. I want to invite everyone who listens to our podcast to come rage with us. Yep. We're going to have specific All tables. All 12 of you. All 24 of you. Yeah. 100%. Like, I love to see John and Aaron and all of our listeners there raging with us. So, drinks on me. All right, guys. We'll see you Monday. That's our episode yeah, for today. Up. Hope you have a good Friday. Can I, can I just say this? You can. One thing I've talked about before is to not be offended. And I realized when I first saw the Youth Drag Show stuff, I was offended. And so I need to take that back. And I hope that what we talked about earlier in this episode doesn't offend you guys. And if it does, I understand it. But um, it's good to just talk through stuff, you know, and that's that's what we're here for. And so we're not right. We're not perfect. A lot of the stuff we say is garbage anyways. Um, but I'm thankful for you guys listening and being a part of this experience. And so uh, thank you. You know, and Hopefully we didn't offend you too much. And if you did, you can protest us. You know the rules. And we'll catch you on Monday. Peace.